Welcome to The Sharpest Tools with your host, Vinny and Brian. We're going to talk about gambling. We're going to talk about sports. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about everything, which means we'll probably end up talking about nothing. We're just two best friends that needed a hobby and assumed you guys would want to hear what we had to say. This podcast is unscripted, uncensored, and uninsured. So listen and fade or follow at your own risk. Now to the pod. All right, welcome back to The Sharpest Tools. Um, For those of you who just went the whole weekend and wondered where the latest episode was, uh, we made a little change in programming. Looks like we're going to start recording on Tuesdays to give you guys the week to catch up. Um, A lot of our fans out there said it was tough to remember to do it over the weekend. All you guys have busy lives, some bullshit like that. I don't know. I'm always at work, so... Um, we're going to do Tuesdays and post it Tuesday nights. And, um, since it's become more of a recap show anyways, instead of us giving you our picks because we suck, um, just works out a little bit for everybody. Hey, Ryan. Hello. Good to see you, man. Uh, losing record and plus money does not suck. Yeah. We're something like in the last 30 days, 41 and 43, but we're up like $600. (laughs) Just Uh, saying. That's good. Hey, plus money is plus money. Um, so I feel like we need to jump right in where we left off last week. Where we were talking about a strip club story. Oh, and I got you in trouble. <laughs> okay, so it turns out as soon as we cut off, went off air, we realized we were talking about very different strip club stories. <laughs> but you had mentioned something about a married woman want to sleep with me. Um, that caused some some issues at the household. <laughs> That wasn't uh, good for your home life? Because um, because we were talking about different stories, uh, my wife thought that there was more to the story that she thought I was talking about, which there wasn't. We were just talking about different stories. So I appreciate that. And I, so mid-fight, then you had to tell her the other story? N- no, she already knew the other one. Oh, okay. That's but good. she thought that there was like parts left out. And so, um, so friend of the show, Shelby throw up girl yeah lives with us too so they're they're both in on this like attacking me with this story and in the middle of it i'm like you guys realize this is exactly what brian wants he wanted this to happen and you're letting it happen and just not no backing down so that didn't help no it didn't help i was so mad they probably didn't even want you to mention my name because you know they're already a little salty about (laughs) the amount of vinny time that i get (laughs) on the phone so we're we're this led to discussions throughout the week with friends. We were out with a group and this story came up and we were ha haing about it. And were every you actually ha haing or you were just getting yeah, mad? No, no, we were, about we were just talking about the strip club stories and I think I guess I mentioned last week that we weren't strip club guys and that has been denied profusely by anybody that knows us that apparently we are strip club people but we're not <laughs> that's what see we're not like we never plan to go it's just it's like hey we're having a fun night let's go you know it's not like we don't I mean, go for like a while we were planning to go but like once a quarter when we right all, yeah, yeah. No. i mean once every three months no that's we're not, not we're not going like three nights a week no nobody knew us by name or anything no i mean 
The Gavin one, stands out. He's got the beard. Right. That's it. Yeah, he's memorable. Yeah. And he's a lifetime VIP member. And a lifetime VIP member. Yeah. At the strip club. And we're not strip club people. Just reiterating that. Do you remember the time that it was so slow that we just sat around and they, like, told us stories and, like, their real names? And one of the girls, like, had a family in Kentucky. She was wearing a Kentucky Wildcats basketball sweater. You remember this? Yeah, she lives here. She lives here? Well, I saw her, like, not at the strip club. Well, maybe she was just – but, like, it was on the North Shore, oh. like, years ago, but, like, oh, when oh, I oh. lived here. Like, well, apparently she has a family that thinks she runs a bar, and that's why she works weird hours. Right. Good for her. But anyways. Um, yeah, that night was weird because she was, like, just wearing, like, a Kentucky hoodie. Like, yeah. that's how nobody seriously was, they were taking their jobs. Nobody was dancing. We were literally just, like, sitting outside talking. Yeah, I think we asked them to turn the music down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was a Monday night football game on, and there was fantasy implications. Because I remember you and I, or maybe it was me and Campa. No, it was you and I. We had to sit where we could see the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, on that note, happy birthday, Anna. That was my lead-in. Her birthday was on Saturday. So, with your dad. Um, so, you started your happy yeah. birthday, Anna, show yes. with a story about y'all fighting? Yes. You know, I called you Saturday just to tell you. To remind me. Yeah, to remind. Did we talk about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I called Vinny just to tell him to make sure he says happy birthday to his wife. Because when, when you don't do that, they get mad. They do. Um, so Childhood memories. For, for your that. dad's birthday, you did a curse word free. Yeah, curse free. So Anna suggested <laughs> that for her birthday episode... Um, I just talk about her as much as possible and tell stories. Specifically, let me make sure I get this right, because <laughs> this is what she wanted me to say, that we were dancing with the cats listening to the Lion King soundtrack the other night. Shocking that your story is a cat story. <laughs> God, you freaking cat people. started as some yoga in the living room, and that escalated to a dance party, which involved the cats. Well... Okay, now I'm going to judge you because it's cats and that's weird. Yeah. But me and Swayze like to listen to Let It Go from Frozen. Mm. Swayze, you know, my puppy. Yeah. Um, I can forget. We like to listen to Let It Go from Frozen because that's song. her favorite song. Mm -hmm. Also, her girlfriend's named Elsa. She has a girlfriend already? The pillow that she holds. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Elsa. Yeah, of course. Um, and we dance to that, so it's not that weird. And by dance... Really, she just chases me and barks and growls. But it's kind of like dancing. Yeah, that's good, though. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, <clears throat> did I tell you I almost got jumped at school? Did no. I tell you this? For real, I didn't tell you this? No. Did you really almost get jumped at school? Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. That's that's from wearing your freaking book bag with one strap. Probably. You look like a wall hanger doing that. I think so, you're down to fight. So, I'll shorten this story. But, long story short. I walked in the bathroom. I went to the second to last stall. What school is this taking place at? Delgado. Okay. In New Orleans. Makes more sense. Yeah. So I sit down in the second to last stall, and I'm the only one in there. And these two guys come up to the urinals in front of me, and they're looking over their shoulders. Weird vibe. I realize my book bag is at my feet in front of me, so I'm like, they're probably about to try to steal my book bag. So I just move it to the side. Mind you. I hadn't started anything yet. I just sat down. And so Wait, was the door still open? No, no. How'd you know they were looking over their shoulders? Oh, you can see through the crack. Like he was okay. like he was like looking 
like leaning over looking. Oh. Like obviously trying to see what was going on in the stall, which was weird. I thought, you know. It might have been homosexual. That's, I think they that's what I, That's what I thought at first, too. Bathroom. So then they leave, and so I'm about to start my business. And then they come back and do the same thing, same urinal, looking over. And then they both come and sit on either side of me in each stall, at, what, at which point I just stood up because, like I said, I wasn't doing anything yet. And there was another guy outside the bathroom just, like, leaning on the door who looked surprised when I walked out. Could have just made all that up, but it seemed like I was about to get jumped, which I don't think they realized how big I was because they were small. I could have taken them all, but anyways. Maybe that they were hoping to sleep with you. Or that. One or the other. Which is flattering, you know? Uh, absolutely it I mean, is. To be wanted feels good, good. It's good to know you have options. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so first gambling shit we have to talk about. This is oh, ridiculous. Yeah. My brother, who's been friend of the show, millennial snowflake, decided that he wanted to get into gambling. He texted us a couple weeks ago about the Chiefs' Rams over. Felt like this gambling thing is easy. He's been listening to the podcast. I gave him some people to follow on Twitter and some shit to read. So he's now sending me a pick a week. So he sends me his snowflake pick, P-I-C. I I don't know if you noticed that's what I wrote down because that's how he spells it. Snowflake pick of the week he said i'm the only one that doesn't fall asleep during this segment so he's learning something apparently which i respect but he tells uh he says uh vikings patriots under 49 and a half vikings defense will give up three touchdowns and i think the vikings offense will get stuck and score no more than 14 god he crushed it spot on (laughs) gross so he sent me this on like tuesday of last week wait can i fill in the flip side of this because i feel like you're gonna sugarcoat a little bit no i wasn't um, i was getting there oh you were getting there that yeah. Vinny's pick of the year <laughs> i it, said uh, pick of the weekend i think no favorite pick of the week no i think i said that no you said this is probably my pick of the year i didn't say that i mean i have the text message look it up no way was minnesota new england over definitely did not say of the year but anyways no, let's go. Scroll. Are you scrolling? No, you can. Sc- One of us has to talk, dickhead. All right. I mean, um, let's see. This matchup, blah, blah, blah. Let me see. This may be my play of the week. See? Yeah, I would read that too if nobody was checking. <laughs> I can screenshot it and put it on Twitter at Sharpest Tools. Go ahead and give us a follow. You know how easy it is to <laughs> fake that? Oh, my God. Anyways, you have, show you. you have trust issues. So, my brother, who we didn't give a chance, I actually had, when I was capping this game, forgot that he had sent me that and then realized and said, hey, you know, that makes me feel even better that the new kid is picking the under. And I had all these good stats. Anyways, um, went way under. And was exactly what he said. So, but do, you know what that is? That's like when you bring one of those new son bitches to the casino that's never been. True. And they're you know splitting their tens and blackjack. You know, <laughs> oh, I have eighteen, but no, I want twenty-one, so I'm gonna hit it. Yeah. You know, get twenty-one, and they leave up you know two hundred bucks, which they're like, oh, I came here with fifty. This gambling thing's easy. I'm gonna do this all the time. That's beginner's <laughs> luck. <laughs> Uh, so on that note, we had kind of a, a weird start to Sunday morning betting wise. Um, and so we were kind of in this like middle ground. We wanted to press. And so we, we already had 50, I think 
We already had 50 on the on the over. Brian told me, let's lock it in, add 150, let's press. You feel good about it. So I go in, I bet it, um, end of the game rolls around, and I'm going to check our account and see where we're at. Yeah, see how much we're down. Because I, I thought we were down big. Turns out, in a moment of uh, trying to get it in last minute, I accidentally clicked under. <laughs> and so we ended up having a fairly good afternoon. Yeah, no, that was good. That was good. Um, and then... If we could just fade ourselves all the time, we'd probably be way better at this. No, but we're, accident. we're plus money. We're fit, We're almost exactly 50-50, but plus money. We know when to press. Fair enough. Um, I need to, we need to address Sunday, because it was the right play. Steelers, Sunday night. I'm so fucking mad about it. If you really wanted to get good content for this program, we would just hook me up to a mic after a game like that or, like, towards the end of a game like that. That was disgusting. Oh, you would go on such a rant. Up 27-3 or whatever. 21. It was – it wasn't close. Right. It was – in my head, I didn't need to even pay attention to the game on my app because the Steelers were going to cover easy. We fucking – we took the line. We teased it. We parlayed it. Fucking – we, Unbelievable. We pushed our teaser. Yeah, on we, side. we pushed. Which, by the way, it did so go over. Let's go ahead and speaking of teaser, let's tease this now. We're gonna do another little mini episode later this week, and we're gonna talk more about teasers and parlays. We've been getting some questions about it. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be focused on that. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. So I should study those. We, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we watching that game. I was closing up at, at the restaurant Sunday night. And same thing, like I was going home early. I don't have cable, so I only watch games here. And I was like, I don't I don't even need to stay late tonight. Game's over. Okay, as we're as we're closing, it's getting a little closer. Ended up having to watch the whole fucking thing by myself in the restaurant. Everybody had already left. And there's some beanbag chairs that may or may not have been abused in the office after that. Cause you didn't even see it. You didn't see the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Missed field goal, they called offsides. Blocked field goal, they called offsides. Oh man. I need a room. I came home. I, I told Anna and Shelby, I said, I hope that one day I'm rich so I can build a house and have a scream room for moments like this. And I realize now that I'm saying that out loud, it doesn't sound good. But you know what you need? Just like, I just need a soundproof room that I can break shit in and throw stuff. And then you walk out and nothing, you know, the, you know, the, the real world is normal. You know what you need? This is a relevant story, believe it or not. So one time I bought a broken commercial dishwasher on Facebook mm-hmm. from, it turned out these people had bought the house and a chef had lived there before and he had a like restaurant dishwasher in his home and the wife didn't want to look at it. So she made a guy rip it out. So I bought it. It also was broken. Mm. You just need a walk-in cooler at your house. It's a giant refrigerator. Yeah. Also, well insulated, perfect screen room. Yeah. Um, you can be like, oh, yeah, I work in a restaurant. Yeah, they're. Oh, you mean at the house? Correct. Cooler. But see, the idea of like a baseball bat to like like a boxing, like a kickboxing bag or something, that sounds very, you know, you got to get that energy out. Right. But any other way you do it, other than it being a walk in cooler, it's going to look like a rape dungeon. What if it's just. All white room, padded walls, and just a... Still looks a, like a rape a, dungeon. A, a boxing bag hanging in the middle with a baseball bat. That's it. 
The whole room. That's all it is. No windows. That's even more sketchy. <laughs> uh, Anna would probably want to decorate it. Like, it's my screen room. It doesn't need to be pretty. I'm going to break everything in here. Maybe you could do an exact replica of, like, your office so that you could go in there and fuck your office up, but it's not your real office. I'm that, talking. That'd be cool. That would be cool. It'd be. I mean. But, again, you're very wealthy, so why wouldn't you just have rows and rows of plates to break or something? Yeah. I don't know. Cross that bridge. Yeah. Um, you don't you, need to worry about it just yet. Do you want some fun stats? I have a couple of fun stats from the weekend. Yes. Okay, so Bama, Georgia. As a Georgia fan, as anybody watching that what game. What did that state do to God? You knew it was happening, right? You're watching it. Bama looks terrible. Nothing's going right. And you're just wondering, how does how do they win this? How do they win it? Right? I mean, yeah. the, the fake punt, I just I don't understand it. No, that was stupid. I don't understand it. Anyway, so he yeah, outsmarted himself. My stat is: in the last two games they've played, national championship and SEC championship, they've played 120 minutes of football. Georgia has been winning for 119 of them, and Alabama has won both games. God, and Nuts. the whole Falcons 28-3, 28-3. Super Bowl, <laughs> and the Patriots come back and beat you. Yeah, it's not like these games Georgia's are just – Georgia's not living right. It's, it's not like these these games are just, oh, you know, bad games. It's national championship. It's Super Bowl. The Braves won, what, 15 division titles in a row, never won a World Series except for the one. I mean – But I think to win that one World Series, the Braves must have sold the next 50 years – of the city's future or something. Something happened. There was a deal made with the devil somewhere. It's not good. And they're paying up. It's not good. Um, if I cared about an actual team, like a lot of people do, and it was Georgia or the Falcons. Be tough. God. See, at least being a Dolphins fan, we just expect awfulness. See, but and those people don't yet. I don't understand it. If you look online, they always talk about how good they are and how they're going to win stuff. Oh, like, man. no, you're going to get really close and suck is what's going to happen. The way this is going to go down is somewhere down the road, Saban's going to retire, and then they're going to win one, and it's going to not feel the same. You have to beat Saban. No. no none of his assistants beat him. No, I'm just saying. Like, his, I don't, assi- his assistants are 0-16 <laughs> against him. I don't think it means as much if – if he walks away and then you win one. Like, I think you have to beat him. No, you know what's going to happen is he's going to retire and every UGA fan is going to breathe a big sigh of relief and be like, oh, it's our turn, whatever. Kirby's going to go to Alabama. Dabo is going to be like, no, I'm pretty happy at Clemson. I'm going to stay here. So Kirby's going to go to Alabama. And it's just going to keep happening. Oh, man, that would be not good for LSU. They might get Mark Rick back or something. Would be hilarious. Uh, do you want a, a lighter, more fun stat? Yes. Okay, so Saints punter Thomas Morstead is ranked 33rd in the league in a number of punts. Do you know how many NFL teams there are? Yeah, there are 32. 32. The Broncos have had two punters punt the ball more times than him. That's pretty impressive. It is a fun stat. You want another fun stat? Yeah, I would love one. Odell Beckham Jr. has – more fantasy points as a quarterback than Nathan Peterman. No. Yes. Stop. Yes. Oh, my God. Ever? 
uh, for the year, excuse me. But Peterman started three games. Any quarterback starting one game should have <laughs> should more than have more than a wide receiver through eleven games. Yes. God, he's thrown two touchdowns. Yeah. His QB rating's got to be pretty solid. Uh, way better than Eli's. Uh, who's the Who's the second or third receiver for the Falcons? Um, not Ridley, the other one, Sanu. Sanu, I think, has a perfect QB rating. He's like 15 for 15 in his career with like two touchdowns. That's pretty good. That is good. Ladainian Tomlinson had a good one as well. Oh, man, we don't talk about him that much. No, he was a fantasy god. Yeah. He still owns the best fantasy season ever. Really? Yeah. Is anybody close, Gurley? Gurley was actually on pace through like eight or nine weeks. If he stopped taking fucking knees at the one-yard line. That saved us. Yeah, but I mean – you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. We needed that uh, need. I'm sorry. Twitter has gotten to me, you know. Everybody just venting about it. God, Twitter. All you Twitter people. <sighs> I know. It's... I'm not going to say a bunch of horrible things about Twitter people in case some of our listeners, like, you know, if 10% of them are Twitter people, then I'm sorry to that person. It's, it's a lot of liberal far left people, so there's a lot of, like, hoo- the... hoorah, you know. Oh, God. Just Twitter people make me. Either way, that worked out well for us. And no, nobody's touched it. Uh, so I think your idea for this show is to just have a whole program dedicated to you and I both having bye weeks in fantasy. Do you, yeah. Do you want to take a few minutes to talk about that? Oh, God, do I. <laughs> As I had a stressful Sunday night and Monday night because of fantasy football. It's a good feeling to not. Actually, my game this week didn't mean anything. Yeah, either, yours didn't so, mean anything. So, which is good because my team shit the bed. So, if I won, I would get a bye week. If I lost, I would be a five seed. Now, bye week, for those of you who don't know, means first round of the playoffs, which starts next week. You don't have to play. You automatically make it to the second round, which means you only need to win one playoff game to be in the money. Yeah. Five Semi- weeks are semifinals. Big. Yeah, it's big. You just in fantasy. This is Brian and I were talking about. It's not like real football where you can match up and sk- like it's just whoever your fucking imaginary players go out and how mm-hmm. they decide to play. So any week you don't have to play is a good week. And so uh, so hit, we're in two. Well, we're in two leagues together. He's got a bye league, uh, bye week in the one league, and then I have one in the other. But I'd like to talk about my victory. In the in the league, I oh yeah. I, well, I can suck. I can I finish talking about my bye week? Oh, of course. Go ahead. Damn. So I just got excited. Sorry. Anyway, I needed a win to get my bye week. It was Yahoo gives you projections, right? So, me and the guy I was playing going into Sunday night, which he had Antonio Brown, I had Ben Roethlisberger and Keenan Allen. Hmm. So. Going into that, I was projected to lose by, like, 12 points. So, game starts. Big Ben sucks. Mm-hmm. Doesn't throw any touchdowns. Mm-mm. Except for the freaking Antonio Brown. At the end of – right at the end of the half. Right at the end of the half. kind of just a crazy – shouldn't yeah. have been – shouldn't have been. So, I was projected to lose by 28 at that point. Not a good feeling. No. So, I check it the next morning, yesterday morning, Monday morning, Turns out Keenan Allen had a real good second half, and I was only projected to lose by like 10. 
Can I insert here? I'm not. Yeah. I don't know much about football, but from what I understand, if you put one of the best wide receivers in the game and you try to cover him with a linebacker who are typically slower and not as athletic, right? Um, they're probably going to have a good game. Yeah. So yeah. That's had, just what I've heard. Yeah, he had 14 catches for 170 some odd yards and one or two touchdowns. Not sure. It's a good night. Yeah. Regardless. So you're down. His, you're down 10 going into Monday. Projected to lose by 10. Um, I was. Well, I was done playing. Oh yeah, you were you were up. All my players had played. He still had Carson Wentz and Josh Adams. So pretty much any Eagles touchdown was going to screw me. Yeah. Well, game starts. Wentz throws a touchdown. I don't know about three minutes in, something like that. At halftime, I'm projected to lose that game by 17 points. <sighs> well, things didn't go his way. Second half. I, the projection keeps keeps rising, you know. I'm I'm only projected to lose by ten. I'm only projected to lose by eight. <laughs> I'm only projected to lose by five. But we we don't have much time left at this point. Well, they give the ball to Sproles. They yep. hand it off to him as opposed to their designated running back, Josh Adams, who I was playing against. Sproles scores a touchdown. <laughs> so I'm uh, like, okay, I'm still alive. I'm down, I'm down by a point. All right, now not even. Projected down by a point. I'm down by an actual point. And then Carson Wentz throws a pick. <laughs> Minus two. Oh, fantastic. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, it was so nice. And the guy I was playing, he had to win to make it in the playoffs. So it was probably a little soul crushing to him. Yeah. Uh, he probably didn't have a good Tuesday. But don't care. Got to buy. I also knocked someone out of the playoffs. I'm bad in that league. I drafted Le'Veon Bell. He didn't play. Gronk was hurt yeah, all Vinny season. Has one win. Yeah, it was, and it wasn't even just a shitty team. It was just bad luck. Made the best of it. Almost won a few games. But this kid talks shit all year, and talks like I'm a poor fantasy player, and not you know everybody else in the league kind of respects. Hey, I had a, I got a bad draw. Well, not only that, earlier in the week, see this this kid has. Or had I think he probably still has him. Kareem Hunt. He didn't drop him yet. What an idiot. Kareem Hunt on his team, and when the news about Kareem Kareem Hunt getting dropped by uh, Kansas City came out, of course we started screwing with him on our group message because he needed a win to make it in the playoffs as well. And yeah. his response was, "I just need to win to make it in. I'm playing the worst team in the league. It doesn't yeah. matter if Hunt's here." <laughs> oh, and I didn't say anything. I remained silent. Because I didn't really have a, you know any ground to stand on. Oh my goodness! Because oh, so you talked about Carson Wentz throwing that first touchdown. He threw it to Golden Tate, who hadn't done shit as an Eagle, and that's who I had. And that touchdown basically locked up a win. And uh, I'm I just sent one meme. It was uh, Mr. Rogers giving a double middle finger, uh, and I think that you know. Yeah. It spoke volumes. That's all I needed to say. <laughs> um, so, good fantasy weekend. Good fantasy weekend. Yep. Uh, all right, you want to look ahead a little bit to this coming weekend? Yeah, what's going on this weekend? I have a stat for you. You're going to hate it. Okay, what is it? NFL favorites that are favored by more than two touchdowns. No, sorry, more than one touchdown are 28-0 straight up, which means they just went out right, and 19-8-1 and against the spread. When are they favored? When, when are we talking about the spread? Like closing line, opening line, what? Closing. If you take that into double digits, not just a touchdown, on the road, they're 63%, which is pretty great in gambling. 2-0 last weekend. 
Is this about not taking some team that you wanted to take? Oh, no. Uh, I just If I ever came to you and said, like, hey, let's lay double digits on the road, it wouldn't be met with welcoming. Wait, no. There's no way NFL favorites by more than a touchdown are 28-0 straight up. Minnesota was a 14-point favorite over the Bills this year. And it, and that's that 28 no, that's probably three years of stats. So where are you pulling your fucking stats from? No, it's not three years of Give stats. Give me this bullshit. It's probably like the last month. There have not been 28 NFL teams that have been favored by a touchdown by more than a touchdown in the last month. Yeah. Dude, there's how many games every week? 11, 12? Half of them each right. week are probably. That would be seven a week. Right, so a month. For that to be a month. Right, that'd be a month. There's not seven a week. That's what I just said. There are, yeah, but I'm saying there are not that many. <laughs> I'm saying you're an idiot, and wherever you're pulling these stats from, that's probably only year. That 28 no, but this is fake news. That's what this is. Fake news. Yes, it's fake news. Oh, my God. Because ex- Explain Minnesota. Explain Minnesota what? How are NFL favorites 28-0, NFL favorites by more than a touchdown, 28-0, when Minnesota didn't cover? But that was like, that was the beginning of the year. That was week four, wasn't it? Probably. So, seven weeks ago? Eight weeks ago? Either way. More than four weeks ago. I'm trying to... That's recency bias is what that is. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um... Talk about something for a minute. I gotta find this stat. Oh, well, okay. So see, that's oh here we go. That's the problem. Perfect. That's the problem. Right here. No, no. This is the problem. You're getting your stats from Twitter. This is the most reliable source in Vegas. Most reliable source on Twitter? No, in Vegas. He's Mister Las Vegas handicapper. Like he's the right. No, I understand that, but he knows nobody's gonna check his shit. Since week four. You remember when you were in school? Like before this time when you almost got jumped and you couldn't use Wikipedia as a source because anybody can go in there and just change stuff on Wikipedia. You can't use Twitter as a source either. That's stupid. <laughs> You're so stupid. Uh, anyway, since week four. Oh, so, oh, of course. He <laughs> says it right there. Yeah. Uh, of course he puts since week four in there. But you're not going to put it on the stat on here? I just said they're 28 Yeah, because it makes his argument better. You can make stats look like whatever you want. The last 28. <laughs> You're stupid. Oh, my God. Ugh. I'm over it. I'm over you. Anyways. I've been over you. I even said that this morning in a text, so whatever. Oh, God. Anyways. Um, that sounded real weird. What? That you're... That I said I was over you in the text <laughs> this morning. <laughs> Just to clarify, it was a group text with our buddy Campo, and I was telling him that he needed to come visit because I was over Vinny and our other buddy Gavin, who both live here. Campo's going to be the subject of my dear Brian in a few minutes. Oh, that's good. But I did want your opinion on LSU in the bowl game. Um, not good. I don't care. It's not good for us. It's my opinion. I don't, love, I don't love it. You think they're going to lose UCF with a backup quarterback? I think it's just lose-lose, where unless we blow them out. Which isn't going to happen. Right, because we don't blow anybody out. Right. Then it's not a good look. And so it kind of feeds into this bullshit. Man, I would love more than anything if we went and just fucking rolled them. 
and then they can say, oh, well, we didn't have our quarterback, and then we can say, oh, I didn't know he played defense because our shitty offense put up 50 points. See, that's the one spot where we may be okay is we should be able to run the ball at will. And our defense should be able to. Because their D-line averages like 255, I think. Yeah, and there's a month to prepare. Our defense, Devin White's playing. Greedy Williams is not. But should be, I mean, again, shouldn't be a game. Okay, so people keep talking about this, and I keep seeing comments on Facebook about Greedy Williams not playing, other people not playing in bowl games. Those people who have a problem with it are idiots. Right. I'm not going to sacrifice my future and my family's future. Green Williams has a daughter. Right. He's he's a guaranteed, uh, probably top 15 pick, guaranteed. Yeah. I, yeah. More ten. than, I think they're saying 10. Yeah. yeah. So his contract will be tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. No. So your school that doesn't pay me. And he gets nothing. Can have a better bowl game and I can get my freaking free hat and shirt and yeah. maybe a, a Mickey watch. Yeah. I mean, I, as a fan – you want to see God, him out there, but off. if that's what he chooses, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It not means to, nothing. Yeah. It. Oh God, it makes me so furious when people call into the radio. Cause listen, you know, nothing but AM radio, so <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of the shows have people calling in, and they're talking about, oh, you know, football isn't like it used to be. It's the, kids kids these days will do that, but they nobody was doing that 20 years ago. Yeah, because yeah. they were stupid. You know what? There's been people with career-ending injuries in bowl games. Might be a small percentage. Don't care. Not worth if, the risk. If it happened to anyone and you're going to be a top-10 pick, screw and well, that. There's enough that can go wrong from now to the draft in today's day and age that why why right. increase your chances? You know, just not – it's not worth it. Yeah, he's, he's at home sweating probably about some handwritten note that he gave to a 13-year-old when he was 13 <laughs> that said, like, I want to slap your booty or something because <laughs> – the hashtag me too is going to come after him. He doesn't need to worry about a bowl game. Um, all right. Well, you ready to wrap this up? Yeah. I have one more Anna story. Cause it's her birthday episode. Oh yeah. You need it. I think it's still, you went a big chunk of time without mentioning her eh, open close. You know what yeah. you can do though? Since you're the producer, you can add that in. You can just, you know, like pause it and just be like, Anna. Anna. <laughs> yeah, just say her name. Just add it in. <laughs> okay, we can do that. Uh, so That's one more little story. So my semester is finishing up and uh, had a huge like project due Monday, yesterday. And so all weekend, just with work and trying to get that done, I mean, it was it was tough. And, uh, and so there was times where I was, you know, up late, maybe not as productive as I could have been, but I was just worn out. And so it comes to last night and it's due by midnight and this is like dinner time. And again, Shelby lives with us. We're cooking dinner and I'm just kind of being lazy. And the two of them start threatening me with punishments. One of which was you can't place any more bets until you finish your project. <laughs> it's like, they're going to take your phone away. What? <laughs> and then, uh, I like to, when Anna's wearing a dress, like pick up the back of it and tuck it in her underwear just because it's funny. Right. And is this in public or at home? At home. Okay, that's good. And uh, and so she said, and no more ass. And I was like, excuse me? And she meant that I wouldn't be able to do that to her, but, you know, that was funny. Threatened me with no more ass and no more bets. 
guess you should have worded that better. I guess you, I guess you know people's core values when that's what people try to take away from me. <laughs> oh, anyways, um, all right. So, I, Campo, you mentioned we talked to Campo this morning. Uh, hadn't talked, hadn't heard from him in a while, and he sends us like a really nice text that he has been listening to the show and he caught up and he thinks it's really good and underrated and happy for us what the fuck yeah. that is not the campo no. that we were friends he's supposed with. to be a trash human being like he's becoming a better person i didn't sign up for that and i don't like it Absolutely i don't like not. it god forbid i have to look up to campo being a better human than me that is not what i signed up for no no that it shouldn't even be a concern he like works and saves money i think and just doesn't do stupid shit oh i don't see, like it I feel like if we get him blackout drunk, though, <laughs> there's you know still... that look he gets in his eyes? <laughs> See, because uh... Campo's one of the... There's, there's two kinds of people. There's, like, the people that, when they get real drunk, they throw up, and there's the people that just keep going and don't remember any of it. Right. Well, like, there's no... Even to us, who have been friends with him for years, there's not a real perceptible change in Campo from one drink to, ooh, he had too many. We need to put him to bed. Right. Like, you have to pay close attention. It's, yeah. And I feel like that would still happen. But, see, I don't know that alcohol has much to do with it. I think it's just Campo. Because I'm pretty sure he'd do stupid shit dead sober. Maybe not anymore. I don't know. I don't want to live in this world. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. We Wait, should. So what's the question? We sh- um, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Should no, we just we, need to corrupt him. Should we take him up on his offer and go out to Lake Charles? Yeah, no, but we just need to corrupt him. Re-corrupt him. But see, I feel like given his current uh, romantic relationship, he's encouraged to be himself. Like, I don't think she cares yeah. that he's Campo. And yeah. that has caused him to be less Campo because I feel like he used to be the most Campo when he was, like, so trying like to be. he had to be. Yeah, he was, like, trying to be a disaster. And so now that he's with someone that's just okay with anything he does. Right now. Okay, so to put this into perspective, because y'all don't really know Campo, this is our friend that woke up bloody in the bed of a truck Oh, what a great night. In New Orleans, not his truck, not anyone we know's truck, wakes up. Missing his shirt. Miss, oh, no shirt either. <laughs> Bloody, no shirt. Gets up and starts screaming about a bomb after he gets out of the truck. <laughs> about how everyone needs to get away from the bomb. And that happened to be right when a girl he went to high school with was walking by. And she had to calm him down. This is not someone he'd been in contact with or anything. She had to calm him down, explain to the police that he was an actual human being and, like, you know, not just a random fucking homeless person sleeping in the back of a car, but, like, he did have, you know, friends and or family, and he was probably okay. And now we're getting this kind of stuff. So the whatever cut him is still in his hand, I believe. Oh, he still has some pain? I don't think it's pain, but I think he can feel it. So, like, something, piece of glass, whatever, was, like, lodged in his hand. Because he had no clue how he even got in the truck. Right. But he was just bleeding from this spot, and I think it's still in there. This was was a long time ago. This was five years ago. That's what he gets for disappearing. Hmm. I mean, but disappearing not in a camp away. He's working. No. 
I mean, that's oh, what that he is disappearing then. That yeah, night, yeah, no. I want that kind of disappearing back. Our, I, I want to have to pay the <laughs> bellman at our hotel to call me if he leaves. We did that again. We yes. did that. Do you remember the And he night? left. I got a call in the strip club. <laughs> hey, uh, your friend just ran out of here. Like, how? I put him to bed. He was asleep. Do you remember the time that he disappeared and we said, like, we don't we didn't even worry. We don't worry about it anymore. It just happens. And then we got home and he was in the shower, almost drowning because he was like sitting on the drain. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Full clothes, just in the shower. Oh, man. Good times. I want that back. I do too. We need a we need another guy's night. It's been a while. It has been a while. Uh, he's gonna try to pull that shit that he doesn't have to get in for. Uh, oh, dinner. Dinner roulette. Oh yeah. You should probably explain that because most people aren't gonna know what you're talking about. So with dinner roulette. we go out to dinner. It's four of us, or how many? Four or five of us. And uh, this was our last guy's night. Yeah, we just throw throw credit cards in the hat. Waitress picks one. That's well, who pays no, for dinner. We, Go and have a fairly expensive meal, yeah. four of us, um, drinks. I think it was it was over $300. And Campo's idea before the bill came, and it was his idea, was that, <laughs> hey, I saw this thing. You play roulette. Everybody puts their card in, and you just tell the waiter to grab one, and that person <laughs> has to pay. Sure enough, his card. Yeah, fantastic. So this was, man, fuck, this is two years ago now, dude. Probably. I think it's been that long. Uh so he's trying to say that he doesn't have to put his card in this time because he lost last time. But it's been two years. You're back Statue in the hat. limitations. Yeah. yeah, it's it's up. We're doing this shit you every weekend. You should make yourself acceptable, uh, yeah. uh, accessible <laughs> for dinner. You know, don't move out of state, maybe. Yeah. But we should try to get that together soon. I agree. Be nice. Um, all right, any closing thoughts for our fans? Um, no, I don't. I don't think I don't have any thoughts. Yeah. Hmm, that's good. All right. Well, uh, follow us on Twitter at Sharpest Tools, and uh, you're going to get a special two episode edition this week. <laughs> so keep an eye on that for later in the week. 